0: Uh, Angus and Dave here. I'm Dave. He's Angus. And this is episode 68, right? Yep. And Dave and I are currently packing up, getting ready to go to Washington, D.C. for next week. Yeah, but this week, we've got two fun top fives. We've got a bit of a conspiracy corner. Yeah. I'm going to straighten you sheep asses out one of these weeks. Right. And Angus and I begin our look at baseball stadiums. Nobody likes baseball, Dave. Well, mm-hmm. we'll recap a Mariners game that we went to. Yeah, you're lucky I know my sports being Dave. And then next week, we're at our nation's capital. Yeah. But thanks for joining us right now for episode 68 of The, the Dave, Dave and Angus Show. Show. It's
1: Dave right yes. yeah. it's Dave
0: uh, it's Dave. We're Dave and Angus. It's another Dave and Angus show right now. Let's go. Well, we've got some things to
1: say about some shit. We'll sing some songs, do interviews, and pee against the wind. It's Dave. I'm Dave and Angus. It's Dave. I'm Dave
0: and Angus. It's Dave and Angus. It's another Dave and Angus show right now. Let's go. Yeah. Top. David Angus top five favorite chain restaurants that you sit your butt down in here top five David Angus top five. Right. Angus and Dave here again. And we're at a place called Lilac Lane. Yeah, we're here shooting the heavy beam. Never heard of that before. We're bowling. Yeah, fuck that shit. I'm not. Right. I should say we were bowling right. until... I'm injured, Dave. No, Angus hurt himself, I guess. I've hurt my wrist, Dave, and this is my jerking wrist. It has nothing to do with me beating you at bowling. I, I'm not about to risk an injury over this shit, Dave. Right. It's not the three straight gutter balls. These are unrelated things. Right, well, while we're sitting here, we thought we'd do our top five sit-down chain restaurants. These are the restaurants that make every American city and elsewhere look kind of the same. Oh. If you have a mall in your area, one or more of these restaurants exist there. Right, yeah. These yeah. are the Chili's, the Perkins, you know. Now, TGI Fridays. Ruby Tuesday's, the weekday-based restaurants. Right. Where it start us off, Dave. Right, well, my number five sit-down restaurant of all time is Denny's. Alright. I've always kind of been a fan of their food, and of course the pancakes, the Grand Slam. That's the place I learned you could take bacon, eggs, pancake, and syrup juices and mix them all together. And it makes for the Denny's flavor, Dave. Okay. I like Denny's breakfast mush, day. Breakfast mush doesn't sound good. But I remember my parents would take us there back in the day, and they'd ask you, like, smoking or non-smoking? Right, most restaurants were like that. I remember my dad would look me and my siblings up and down and he'd be like smoking. He didn't give a shit about your little lunch. Not over his ability, nay, his right to smoke indoors. All right, so Denny's gets my number five. All right, my number five is Famous Dave's Barbecue. Oh, yeah, we've been there a few times now. the closest one to us is Yakima. Right, but they're all over the place. I can get a whole rack of ribs, man. Right, and get it all over your face and clothes. Well, sorry, Dave, I don't eat a rack of ribs with a knife and fork like you do. No, the last time we ate there when we were on the road, it looked like he needed a full body bib. All right, well that's fair. They do have pretty good burgers too. And I picked it for you, Dave, but because I share the name with the place. I was gonna pick Dave and Buster's, but you know, you're not in there anymore? Angus plus beer plus batting cage equals punching faces. Where? Yeah, right, what's your number four, bitch? Well, I've always been a big fan of Red Lobster. Oh, the sea bug place. Man, it's a nice treat to go there every once in a while. Even their bread tastes like sea bugs. I mean, their bread tastes like sea bugs. Everything tastes like fish there, even their water. No. Cuz fish piss and yeah, water. Talk about the worst choice ever. Yikes. I hate fish, Dave. I fucking know that. I pretty much have boycotted everything except for tuna fish in the entire ocean. That's dumb. And they're dangling by a thread, bitch. Okay, what's your number four? Well, when I want a good mall steak, <laughs> okay, there are several options. But I think a favorite Angus mall steak. Option is Outback Steakhouse. Okay. I mean, my five year old grills a better steak, but what? he does not bloom an onion very well. Yikes. You know what I like to do when I go to Outbacks? Act like an idiot. I like to say things like, Crocky, fuck you, cunt, fuck right. The waitstaff loves that shit. Yeah, I'm sure they don't. I do have a recommendation to help Outback Steakhouse out a little bit. Oh, boy. I'm serious, Dave. They need to start putting some kangaroo on the menu or some what? wallaby. Man. Oh. Put an emu egg on there for breakfast or some shit. Koala. <laughs> Koala. They should at least deep fry up some dingo dicks or something, Dave. Crocky, cunt, fuck you, cunt, fuck right. So, my number three is Buffalo Wild Wings. Really? Yeah, I like their Buffalo Bird dogs are pretty good. Isn't Buffalo Wild Wings a shoe store? What? No. Do they have food and shoes? No, they got chicken and burgers and, and... loafers. What the fuck are you talking about? I thought Buffalo Wild Wings was a competitor of Payless Shoe Source Dave. <laughs> okay. I still kind of think it is. No, they got chicken and burgers. Sandals. And fries. I wonder if anyone's ever opened a restaurant slash shoe store before. Well, that sounds pretty stupid. You're the stupid eating at the shoe place. Whatever, what's your number three? Well, there were really no rules in this. Um, it had to be a sit-down restaurant. But it could be shit that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Or at old school Pizza Hut's. Oh, yeah. They had video games, a salad, bar, right. weird plates that you've never seen before or never existed again. What? They'd bring you crayons and mazes. Yeah, right. And they'd bring you a personal pan pizza that came out in a fucking skillet, Dave. I remember those were piping hot. They brought it right to the table. Yeah, that's right. Pizza Hut used to give a fuck about the working man and his chitrin, Dave. Right, well, okay, that's your number three. Old school Pizza Hut, yeah. Alright, my number two is the Cheesecake Factory. We have been banned from all those. Yeah, so anytime we're on the road, I can get some cheesecake and some time away from you. They kept getting pissed at me when I kept asking if everything had cheesecake in it. It escalated quite a bit from there. They have like a hundred items that aren't fucking cheesecakes, Dave. Okay. And don't get me started about the fact it's not a factory at all. You're a moron. I'm not the one that likes to go into restaurants that lie to you. Next. All right, whatever. What's your number two? Well, these used to exist everywhere. I'm not sure if they still do, but they don't where we live. But they're called sizzlers. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember those. It's part of a genre of buffets that I just enjoyed in the 80s and early 90s. There were a lot of buffets when we were kids. There were sizzler, racks, old country buffet. I missed the slap slop into a bin business model, Dave. I'm sure there's still buffets out there. We had it all, Dave. We were princes. Of the universe. Well, it's natural to look back at your childhood and reminisce fondly. Dave, you've met my dad and my mom. Right, you were the highlight of my childhood. Uh, that was easily the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Yeah, well, I got to terrorize you. Yes, you did. Yeah. All right. Before the number ones, we're going to do our honorable mentions. Um, for nostalgia's sake, I would say Marie Calendars, and then also Perkins. Perkins. Yeah. I think Perkins is for people that are like selling their house or something. What? I'm pretty sure 85 percent of their patrons are realtors. What are you talking about? Perkins, a restaurant for realtors. Okay. Well, I quite enjoy. Their food. What was the other one? Marie Callender's? I yeah, remember those delicious pot pies. I don't know if I've ever made a pot pie a first choice, Dave. Lucky well, for both of us, there's lots of variation in the world. I don't know what that means, but fuck you, Dave. Right, well, anyway, I like the Marie Callender's pies as well. Pies are just a drunk man's cake, man. What the fuck does that mean? Fuck pies, bitch. Whatever, what's your honorable mention? Well, when Tim gave us the list of these fucking restaurants, I'd eaten at a lot, but there's a few that I hadn't. Right. Like, I've never been in a TGI Friday's. Oh, that's pretty good. I've never had any PF Chang's. Oh, that's real good. I've had a bunch of Applebee's, and that's not on my list. No, you didn't have to Say that, but you did. Yeah, I've never eaten at you know Ruby Tuesdays. No, I've never eaten there either. I've never eaten at the Hard Rock Cafe. I've not tried the Cracker Barrel no. or Casa Bonita or even Black Angus. I'm surprised at that one. And Angus is very particular about his mall steaks, <laughs> right? But I have eaten at IHOP and I like it. But for their steaks? But for their fucking pancakes, fucking Dave. Right, well, they have steaks there too. You were talking about steaks. Who also to a pancake place for steak. I mean, they have steaks. So, Barbara, bitch, what's your number one? Well, my number one is the Olive Garden. Fuck here. Yeah. It's always been kind of a treat to go there and you know, there's nothing like I'm it. I'm sensing that an Angus approved. An Angus deeply approves because Olive Garden is my number one as part of a tie. You said we weren't supposed to do a tie. This yeah. time we were right. definitely not going to do a tie. Yeah. Remember, it doesn't matter what you other one. Well, before I get to it, first let's talk Olive Garden, Dave. Alright. Name another place that feels classy, Ma'am. that has delicious food, right. and also doesn't treat you and your family like the dumb fucking assholes that you are. Lots of them. Only the Olive Garden treats a working man with respect, Dave. Are you talking out of all these chain restaurants? Yes. Look, no, Denny's no. doesn't give a fuck, man. They're indifferent. They're like, eat the pancakes, drink the coffee, and go. Right. And at Outbacks, you're like, oh, fucking no kangaroo, whatever, crocky, kind of but right. at Olive Garden, man, they only hire angels, right. and they will just give you all the cheese that you want. As much as you want of the cheese. No, they do have good customer service. They're like, if Comcast was food, but like the opposite. What are you talking about? Or I love me some Olive Garden, Dave. It's right. clean yeah. food, and they trade Nangus with respect, right. and they got nice shit on the wall. Okay. Right, so what was your number one? That was my number one. What the fuck are we talking about? I want some fucking breadsticks now. Right. I want to take the tour of Italy with an extra side of Alfredo sauce, Dave. Alright, well, we've declared that Olive Garden is both of our favorites. But wait, there's more. Right, the tie that you said you gonna do Red Robin, Dave. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah, yeah, me, bitch. I heard your list. Red Robin would be in my top seven t- or eight. Yeah, it's you know. my turn, bitch. You stop calling me bitch today. Mm-hmm. That's kind of um, get Dave. You know, I'm a little old. Come on, bitch. All right, Red Robin. They got the Royal Red Robin Burger. It's got an egg on it. Fucking Dave. Yes, I know all about it. It's a good fucking burger, Dave. Yeah, their fries are great. There's a lot of good food there. Even their beer tastes better. I think they put beef broth in their beer, Dave. Yikes. okay, well, I'm gonna go bowl. Why? Because we're at a bowling alley. Also, why to that? Because our producers thought it would be fun. Motherfucker, I've seen some of the greatest things this country has to offer. Right, so? So why the fuck would they think I'd want to toss some heavy bean? Why do you call it that? That's the fucking dumbest thing I've ever heard. Whatever, bitch. They got a casino here. I'm going to go lose some of the kids' college money. Oh, boy. tough Angus Five. Favorite kind, Favorite kind of soda, soda pop, pop, I guess? Yep. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah. David Angus Five. For you. For you. Angus and Dave still at the bowling alley. Yeah, I've been having a lot of fun. Yeah, you say you're a good bowler. I wouldn't say I'm that great. That screen kept calling you a turkey there every time you do, like, whatever you were doing. You get a turkey every time you get three strikes in a row. Yeah, three strikes and you're out, Dave. How many beers have you had? This is my sipping beer, Dave. I got moonshine in my boot. Oh, boy. So we're doing what? Top five? We're doing top five soda pops? I don't know. People call these things different all around the country. Yeah, that's true. Some people, I'd like to buy a soda. Some people, I'd like to buy a pop. A lot of people just want to buy a Coke, even when they know it's a Pepsi. Even when it's Mountain Dew. It's a weird world. But we're doing our top five sugary, carbonated, non-alcoholic beverages. We're doing pop, Dave. Right. So I already know what your number one is. I'll throw down with that shit. But the listener might not. Probably not. But let's hear what your fifth favorite pop is. My fifth favorite soda is Coke Classic. Just straight up Coca-Cola. Straight up Coke. Boring ass Coca-Cola. Yes. Why come that shit? Because I really like it and I really like a vanilla ice cream with Coca-Cola Classic on it. It's, you know. Am I a kiss-ass? Why am I a kiss-ass? You know what you did. Whatever. What's your number five? It's the short-lived and often maligned Coke 2. Okay, so I'm a kiss-ass for liking Coca-Cola Classic and why are you not a kiss-ass. Because Coke 2's for renegades. It doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah, and it tastes more like Pepsi also. It did seem to taste like Pepsi. That's one of the weird things about Spokane. We're like a test city for things like this. Yeah, we've tested a lot of different sodas. Remember the plum raisin Pepsi they tested on us here in Spokane? Plum raisin. Or the A&W sour cream and baked potato soda? Remember, Coke 2 was your number five. Yeah, a lot of you listeners probably don't know this, but they tried to change Coke. Yeah, they took Coke off the market and then just put out Coke 2. Yeah, instead of having both on the market, they're like, fuck it, you cunts, drink this now. And America probably said, fuck you. Everybody said, "Give us the old shit." Right, but Angus liked the new shit. Yeah, right, the shit was on the market till like 2002. Okay, well that leads me to my number four. Right, what you got, kiss ass? We not call me kiss ass? You got it, bitch. Right, so my number right. four is Cherry Coke, sticking with the Coke family line. Right, well there's nothing quite like it. That's exactly why I avoided. Right, well I feel like this is gonna be a quick list. right whatever. My number four is Crystal Pepsi. Right, do they still make that? They do not. Right, but that's one they tested on us here in Spokane. That right, was see-through cola, and it made your piss glow for like days. Okay. I remember one time they had blue Crystal Pepsi, and it made my poops awful Smurfy looking. Right, I remember the commercial. They had marketing it to us Had Papa Roach driving around in a fucking convertible for some reason like the band? They were selling Crystal Pepsi Blue and fucking Punk Metal, baby Please don't start calling me baby I'm Sorry, bitch, what's your number three? That's Henry Weinhard's root beer Oh, yeah, yeah If it was cold, you'd open that shit up And a little cloud of misty loveliness would come out Yeah, I think I've had a few of those, they're pretty good I don't really like root beer that much But when I'm gonna do root beer, I'm going for those Not Barks or N.W. w Nope Not even Mug, Dave? Henry Weinhard's is delicious Alright, well, number three for me, you ready for this shit? Whenever you ask me that, I always feel like I probably... Probably not. Yeah, you're probably not. No. But it's for the entire Mountain Dew family. Okay. From original to Red Alert to Baja Blast. You like them all. They mix well with my daddy's moonshine. Right. I will say a lot of my friends and I did the Dew pretty hard, and after doing the Dew, we had to do the dentist. Yeah. You guys drank a copious amount of Mountain Dew back in the day? Yeah. Luckily, I've cut back a lot due to my preference for alcohol. Yeah. But like I said, it's good for mixing. The dash will do you, though. So that leads to my number two. Tell the world your deepest shit, Dave. Right. My second favorite soda is a Thai. Fucking Thai, Dave. Yeah. Yes. It's back to Henry Weinhart's, and it's the orange- Cream and it's also the uh, fruit cream. I can't remember the other one. Raspberry probably. You don't even know your favorite shit, man. It was black cherry, I think. What's with you and cherries? I don't know. Synthetic cherry flavor and pop is kind of good. I mean, if your taste buds suck. Yeah, yeah, dickhead. What's your number two? Well, Mountain Dew had a lot of success. Right. So the exactly one other company that competes in the soda market. There might be two or three. They've had their Mellow Yellows, right, which is pretty good. They've also had their Sierra Mist. That's more of a sprite, isn't it? Shut the fuck up, fucking Dave. They've Uh, also had uh, their Frescas. I don't know what you're talking about. There's been a lot of cunty, citrusy, fruity fucking sodas thrown at us over the years, Dave. Yeah, I guess so. There's the Sprats and the 7-Ups. Yeah. Plus all the orange shit. Yeah. We know what beats them all. Some stupid thing that only you and like 12 other people know about. She- Whatever, Dave. It's Surge. Mm, okay. Remember Surge, Dave? I-, I remember the marketing was over the top and didn't really appeal to me. Well, I felt appealed it and I drank it and it was delicious. Mm, okay. And those Illuminati cunts at Coca-Cola finally nailed it when they finally came after Mountain Dew with something with quality, you know what I'm saying? I- I'm familiar with the words you're using, but I don't know what you're saying. Surge Cola, bitches. It's delicious and it's back. You can find it on the website Surge.com. Wasn't it just like a massive amount of sugar? Yeah, a single drop is equivalent to what our ancestors would ingest in sugar for like a year. I don't know about that. Well, it's definitely not good for you. But anyway, it's out there. And it's your number two. They went after Mountain Dew and they nailed it, man. Then they took it off the market. I think Big Atanamuli Hunt Corporation is purposely breaking Angus's heart by removing his favorite products, Dave. Or those products just don't sell like they'd like them to. Remember kiss ass. Yeah, yeah, so we usually do honorable mentions. You got one? I got one, but it's your turn. What you got? Well, I remember there were many flavors of crushed soda. Right. But there was something special about crushed grape. I'd be down with you you said orange, but not no. grape. Grape was something special. There's nothing quite like grape. I can't believe you didn't say strawberry. Why grape? I'm telling you, fucking, there's nothing like it. And, you know, I kind of, you know, I like it. All right. That's your honorable mention. Yeah, that and cherry seven up. You just love them cherries, don't you? Yes. Fake cherry loving motherfucker. Right. So what's your honorable mention? Well, I got to give some love to Dr. Pepper. I like Dr. Pepper too. From my understanding, Dr. Pepper was a real person who no. was a doctor, quit his job, no. opened a soda fountain no. thing, whatever they used to do back in the olden times. <laughs> and he mixed all that shit together. All of the soda flavors yeah, Mix like fifty of them together or some shit. I don't know the number. Right. Right. And that made that distinct flavor. Yeah, what I think's funny though is when you'll see things like cherry vanilla Dr. Pepper, and it's like mm. he had fifty five flavors in there. He had to add two more. Two more makes a difference. I would say it does make a difference. I like cherry vanilla, Dr. Pepper. Of course you like the cherry shit, Dave. Yes. <laughs> Shit's overkill, and you know it. Almost everything you do is fucking overkill. The fucking, fucking Dave. Right. Well it's my turn for number one, right? Yes, and this is really the only one that Dave seems to drink. Yeah. This is definitely my go-to. And the winner of Dave's favorite bullshit is RC Cola. Fucking underdog loving weak. Ass bullshit, Dave. That's no, my favorite by far. What is the Royal Crown Cola, Your Highness? That's no, my favorite. It's like a perfect blend between Coke and Pepsi, and it's just—it's better. It's better than both of them. Bam! Just throwing down like that. huh? I would choose it nine out of ten times. You know, I was running through the internet and I heard a story about RC Cola. Wanna hear it? Not really, because you won't tell it right. and You'll make up shit and whatever. No, here's the story, man. There was this guy named Rick. I can already tell his bullshit. Oh, fuck you, Dave. Listen, right. he was Doctor Pepper's cousin, and oh, he had a bunch of restaurants because he wasn't a doctor like his fucking cousin. Okay, when he was selling a bunch of Coca Cola, man. Right. And he went to his Coke, man. And he said, "Coke man, the Coca-Cola man." He said, "Coke man, I should get a better deal because I'm buying a fuckload of your Coke man." Okay. You know what the Coke man said? Probably said no. That's right, Dave. Coke man said no. So you know what old Rick did? He founded RC Cola Company. Yes, but after he gallivanted around the world as a pop star slash spy and taught kickboxing to kids, then he founded Royal Crown Cola. Okay. Well, anyway, that's my number one. You ready for my number one? I doubt it. It's simple. It's the drink we drank when we wanted to game the fuck out of games back way back in the day. It's Joe Cola. It's Joe Cola, Dave. You just like the sugar. Shit. It's fizzy sugar water, what the fuck else you want in it? I want all the sugar, I can get in there. Um, I remember Jolt Cola kind of making me feel funny, but we drank way too much. of it. Well, I think Jolt Cola helped make me the great man that I am today. There's probably some truth to that. Well, oh, come on, man, you gotta have some nostalgia for the Jolt Cola, man. Um, I remember just getting Jolt Cola and candy, so we were so sick by the end of the night. we just rinse and repeat that shit. Um, it's probably the foundation of most of my health problems. Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna go back to bowling. I'm gonna go slap that Chitrin sandwich out of his hand. No, God damn it! I don't wanna do this. As part of the contract, Dad. Whatever you- your show's dumb. We'll be right back. Hi there. I'm Derek. Uh, have you or anyone
1: you know been abducted by UFOs? No. I can help. I'm Derek. I haven't been. Well, a lot of people have been abducted by UFOs that don't know they've been. Well, I certainly know I haven't been. Well, signs that you've been abducted by UFOs include memories of being abducted by UFOs. Well, no. Memories of aliens. No. Nope. Strange foreign metals in your body that makes the heart for you go through metal detectors. Well, I have had that problem. Random bleeding buttholes. No. no. Missing candy, specifically Reese's Pieces. Well, look, I don't know what this commercial's for. Oh, how. I got in it, but... Look, I'm Derek. I can help you if you've been abducted by UFOs. Uh, But I haven't been. If you were to be abducted by UFOs, you would look me up and I would help you. Okay, in the highly unlikely case... Yeah, what's your name, anyway? That's Kevin. Yeah, Kevin, I'm an alien. I'm about to abduct you. What? Hey, Aaron Rodgers, what are you doing? Oh, dude, I'm a New York Jet now. Yeah, I heard about that. That's good, right? I'm already pretty rich, dude. Right, well, what are you doing? Oh, I'm boiling these severed cat heads. Okay, why? Well, I'm going to be a New York Jet now, dude.
0: Aaron Rodgers, you seem like such a nice man. What's going on? I'm just boiling some
1: cat heads. What? Is this about your personal insurance plan? Yep, not everything's about insurance. God, maybe a guy just wants to
0: boil some severed tabby heads. I'm going to call your coach.
1: Oh, it's cool, dude. We had a conference astro projection. Okay, I'm
0: going to call the cops. Severed cat heads, gross. Don't call the cops. I would say Zach is reaching on those, but we're back now after those really bad messages. It's Angus Blackburn Jr. Conspiracy Corner, yeah. Oh boy, here we go. It's time for me to learn you, Dave. I can see the look in your eye. Well, instead of teaching you one of the many myriadicals that an Angus know, Yikes. I want to talk about conspiracy theories as a whole. Okay. Something I noticed that I don't like. Oh, boy. No, this is for real, Dave. Listen. No. How about this? When you think of conspiracy theories, what do you think of? You dragging me and a bunch of listeners out onto a boat and into the Arctic. I suppose for life. Well, I don't know also. Tinfoil hat assholes. Okay, so you think of tinfoil hat assholes. Right. All right. Now, would you say in the universe, are there aliens? In the entirety of the universe? Yes. Yeah, it's likely that there are aliens, yes. All right. Do you think the Loch Ness monsters real, Dave? I do not. Do you believe in Bigfoot, Dave? I want to, but no. Do you believe in ghosties and monsters, Dave? I do not. Do you believe that powerful people using corporations and government conspire against the people from time to time using nefarious means? I mean, that's the nature of history a lot of the time. Right, so a few of those things are not quite like each other, are they? No, but they require a similar kind of thinking. No, listen here, bitch. No, you listen. It's one thing to believe that aliens could exist in the universe. They for sure do. You believe that they come from a specific planet and exist inside the hollow earth. Fucking. it's more of a realm. The reason we can't detect them is because they fly out of the ocean or something. They've always been here Dave. It's just that you take all these giant leaps with your logic, and that's kind of all these categories of things. Government cover-ups of fucking UFOs and shit is not the same as the Loch Ness Monster, oh, Dave. They fall into the same category because you're taking a logic leap. nuh uh-uh. And you do believe in the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah, but you can't just have one. it's many of them. It's like hundreds of them. You think hundreds of underwater dinosaurs live in Scotland? Yes, but these are different things, Dave. Listen um, well, to me. You, you stop talking right now. All right. When calling other people cunts because of a need for your own moral superiority, mm-hmm, you right. should differentiate between the fucking different kinds of conspiracies, Dave. And how would you recommend I do that? Well, stop lumping in probable shit with dumb fucking shit. Um, you believe in all the dumb fucking shit, so I don't really know where to lump it, except for just in one big thing where I- you are. I don't believe in all the dumb shit. No, you literally do. Flat Earth is the dumbest one. But when you call it flat, yeah, it's it's realmish. We've been over this. You don't believe in any space things. No, NASA's bullshit, and Gunner Halifax is basically a documentary. Right, so the moon is a moon base. Probably made of cheese. Um, see, I don't know how to take you. But just listen. Uh. UFOlogy is a field. Okay. And within it, just like chemistry, there's dumb fucking assholes in it. Okay. Cryptozo- Home of the Bigfoot. That's also a field. Okay. There's also some dumb fucking assholes in that. Right. Now ghosts and ghoulies and fucking whatever those weird things are that aren't real. Okay. You're sure those aren't real? Yeah, Dave. Uh, but I know they're not real. Dude, but we, have you, you know. and I, have been in fifty haunted houses. You know what I felt? What? Gas. Right. You always want to fart on. me. It's never not funny. Okay. Is there a point to this? Yes. We can't just call everybody willy-nilly conspiracy theorists. It works perfect for you. You literally believe in all the conspiracies. I think probably half the birds are real. <laughs> half of them are robots. But probably more than half though. Next, are you done? No. I haven't even started, man. Yep. Here, look. Just. Mark. Everybody's got separate shit. Bigfoot? Well. That's not the same as ghosts. You're right. So why does it get lumped in with ghosts? I already said, you take big leaps of logic, and everybody that's taking big leaps of logic gets lumped into a big bag. Well, you normies take even bigger leaps of logic. How do you figure? Well, most people think they're informed by watching the news. Right, well, they're probably not. They're sure as fuck not. Adults shouldn't believe in the news, Dave. Yep, they probably shouldn't believe in the Loch Ness Monster, either. But there's many of them, and they're not monsters, Dave. They're dinosaurs. Right, and UFOs come out of the ocean because the aliens actually live in the center of the Earth, and they've always been here. That's it, Dave. That's as crazy as Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster. No, they're dinosaurs, Dave. Fuck. Never can we be done with no, this. Look, there's a difference between history that happened by accident and history that happened by conspiracy. You believe in one way more than the other. If things were just accidentally happening in history, don't you think just by mm-hmm. just pure chance, mm-hmm. fucking something would go the people's way and not take away rats and not make us worse off? I think that's a cynical way of looking at the world. I mean, I'm cynical. You're the cynical. I do think there are powerful people trying to take stuff away from people. That's probably fair. It's a start. Remember, you basically see yourself as a Rowdy Roddy Piper character and they live. And I'm all out of bubblegum, Dave. Now you're a real tough guy. Well, I think we should differentiate between yeah. things that harm people. Like, mm-hmm. Bigfoot doesn't harm, hurt nobody, man. That's not a big deal. Right. Like, ghosts and dead people and shit, that's not a big deal unless they're voting for people. Right. These are inconsequential, Dave. <laughs> but in Angus, is looking into the New World Order Illuminati skin. Right, which somewhere down the rabbit hole has Bigfoot in like, it. Stop doing that. They're not the same. But it's often the same people, though, that are interested in Bigfoot are also interested in aliens and who are also interested in, you know, Illuminati shit. Yeah, well, also fuck you, though, Dave. Well, I'm just saying. I'm saying that Bigfoot and the funneling of the people's money into the goddamn clandestine military industrial complex are different, Dave. Yeah, but when you start talking about military industrial complex and reptiles, you know, you start to lose but people. It's not my fucking fault. There's multidimensional shapeshifting reptilian aliens that are fucking running to the planet, Dave. God damn it. Okay. And is just a messenger. Probably a prophet. Okay, so in summation, what the fuck is your point? We should come up with another term other than conspiracy theory. And by the way, who the fuck came up with that term? I mean, probably the reptiles. That's probably, yeah, exactly. It's a th- Throw you off their trail. Right, but you can't shake it, an Angus. Look, Angus, I know there's conspiracies that do exist in the world. People are cunts, Dave. Right. and we should be skeptical of pretty much everything that anybody in power ever says to anybody ever. they are fucking reptiles, Dave. No, no. Right, you think history is just accidents, Dave, like World War II? Oopsies, we just World War ii I don't think that, no. Well, it sure, it's not humans doing this, Dave. It's just listen to Gun Halifax. It's a documentary. The show's literally about a guy going to the bathroom in space every week. Wasn't the premise of that show like secret space program shit? That's how they got into space, but uh, they never talk about it. Right, I don't listen to that show, so whatever. All right. All right. Right. we've rambled and rambled. What the fuck, are we done? There's accidental history and there's conspiratorial history. You have to decide. No, you don't. You should go case by case. You don't think that Americans accidentally hate each other right no. now, do you? I don't know what's going on, but I'm 100% certain that it has nothing to do with anything that you know. Because I profess my belief in some Scottish dinosaurs. I'm dragging my ass into a boat into the middle of the Drake Passage in the middle of the fucking... Gar- remember the mushroom gruel? Look, conspiracies can be dangerous, all no. right? But I don't want to censor people. I just want you to fucking, mm. you know, be better. Whatever, Dave. Care if what you fucking think is true. No. Learn how to decide. Discover the truth and put it to the test. Also, no. Discuss and debate. I don't really like people. Man, learn to admit when you're wrong. And also get good at rubbing people's nose in it when you're right. All right, this is enough this garbage. Whatever, Francisco. Dave, 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 Dave and Angus. 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 Yeah. Go to a baseball game. In Seattle, bitches. Alright, Dave and Angus here at T-Mobile Park in Seattle. Sports Bean. Uh, Angus has had a few beers. Sports Bean, Dave. Built in 99, this one's called Safeco Field. It looks kinda not Safeco Field, Dave. Look at all the people. Alright, well known as the house that Griffey built, Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah, somebody Han sold him in the front of the building. Right, there's a statue of Ken Griffey Jr. at the home plate entrance. Well, home plate entrance, your face, Dave. Just eat your garlic fries. Right, these are good. Anyway, it's now called T-Mobile Park. Well, how much does it cost to have your own park named after you, Dave? Well, Safeco spent 40 million dollars for a 20-year deal. Four, that's dumb. Anyway, this is one of seven stadiums in Major League Baseball with a retractable roof. That oh, shit's fucking scary. It takes 10 to 20 minutes to open and close depending on the weather. Godzilla only needs five minutes, though. Anyway, we're in the Seattle-Sodo neighborhood. I thought we were downtown. No, we're south of downtown. There's lots of ways to get here when you come to Seattle. We took the train in the King Street station. Anyway, T-Mobile Park holds 47,929 people. Is that how many people are here, Dave? No, there's just over 36,000 people, I, I bet there's a lot of Joe's and Steve's out there. Hey Joe! Hey Steve! Nobody looked at me. No. I bet there's a thousand Jennifers here. Right. Anyway, the most people that have ever been in this building were for Wrestlemania. Fuck yeah, Dave. Which one? Uh, Wrestlemania 19. That's one where Stone Cold Steve Austin fell to the rock. Okay. He might have been Stone Cold, but the rock was just, you know, rock. Okay, we are. Anyway, this building costs about $520 million to build, and which is about $840 million in today's money. I like these garlic fries. Now, they have lots of really good food. There's sushi and burritos and teriyaki. One guy was telling me that they had deep fried Crickets. Now they had toasted grasshoppers. Now, give me zero of those. Well, ten years ago, Total Pro Sports named this stadium the eighth best to catch a game. Oh, it's pretty big. Now, Mangus and I have already been through the Pacific Northwest Museum for Baseball, and then also the Mariners Hall of Fame. And you can bring your beer everywhere. Right? There's literally hundreds of places you can get beer. There's also a place where you can watch the relief pitchers warm up and throw beer at them. No, you don't fucking get to throw beer, goddamn it! Well, I can throw penis. So are there penis? Now, there's lots of cool artwork all around the stadium. It's built kind of to look retro, but it's also very modern. It does look old but new, Dave. Right, this is the second largest HD video display scoreboard in Major League Baseball. Look at that big TV, Dave. And it has five main levels. What level am I on, Dave? Well, we're on the field level, the main concourse, and it holds about 20,600 people. Those must be the rich cunts right there. Yeah, there's a couple suite levels and club levels. I want to go to Edgar's Cantina. Well, that's a restaurant, Edgar's Cantina, which is named after Edgar Martinez. Well, he was good at baseball, Dave. Right, well, the Mariners opened up the stadium about two and a half hours before the game, just you know, so we can, so get, we can get rowdy, Dave. Uh, but is to sell beer and food, but you know, you see all that Illuminati shit on the way in here, man. God, that Illuminati compass on the way in here. Uh, that was the Mariner's old logo. You know, a Mariner would use a compass. I'll Mariner your face with a compass. What the fuck are you talking about? Right, well, there's really cool art here. There's a nine foot tall bronze glove called the Mitt that's outside. Yeah, that won't let you sit in it, though. Also, when you walk in the home plate entrance, there's this thing called the Tempest. Is it Jesus, man? No. Jesus? No, it's a thousand resin baseball bats. Why would Jesus need a thousand resin baseball bats, Dave? He'd probably go aluminum. Right, well, well, this building has been used for lots of things. It had the Seattle Bowl in 2001 for college football. Sports ball. They've also had lots of big concerts here from the Beach Boys and Beyonce to Paul McCartney, Billy Joel, Tom Petty, of course, Pearl Jam. Beat, I bet the Illuminati cunts rent this place out for sacrifices, Dave. I don't know about that, but the Microsoft company has their largest meeting yeah. here where about 20,000 employees show up. Yeah, same thing, man. Maxwell. Anyway, we're here to watch a baseball game. We've got the home team Mariners. Why are they winning? They're not out on the field. And why are those cunts cheering, man? Because well, there's other things Going on, there's people up on the big screen. Oh, look at that lady, man. She's fucking happy to be here. Right, well, they're booing that cat. Why are they booing that cat? Doesn't matter. Anyway, the last thing 401 feet to center field, 331 feet to left, and 326 to right field. Were those treasure map coordinates? Each field has different dimensions, and those are Seattle's. Oh, yeah, what kind of grass they well, use? It's actually a blend of perennial bluegrass when Kentucky bluegrass. God damn it, Dave. Dave and show will be right back. You fucking did it. Now you're gonna make me cry.
1: Oh, everybody eats some bugs, eat some bugs Everybody eat bugs, eat some bugs You should eat some bugs, eat some bugs Yummy yummy those bugs, eat some bugs Message brought to you by the World Economic Forum Fuck you Before us. Scat Tech presents the cube. Oh, what is that? It's the cube by Scat Tech. Uh, Cool, but what is it? That's a cube. Right, but what does it do? It does cube things. It's a fucking cube. I mean, can it like hold things or what, like inside it? Yeah. No, it's just a cube. Why would I want that? Because look at it. It's a fucking cube and look at the packaging. Cube. Yeah, I do like the package. New cube from Scat Tech. It's portable. Why would I want to take it anywhere? It's non-toxic. Why would I put it in my mouth? And it definitely doesn't suck into like, you know, Hellraiser. I never saw those movies. Behold the cube. Wait, are these like booby cubes? No, those are comfortable bras. This looks like half a booby cube, sir. It's just a cube. Yeah, but why would you just market a cube? Because there's thousands of things a cube can do for you. Name one. <laughs> the cube. They're not booby cubes. They're just something else that's a cube. Because
0: I'm. I got nothing.
1: Now back to Scatcast. On your going to
0: We're back to sucking. All right, Dave and I are watching sports ball. We're watching the Redbirds against the Illuminati Compass Balls. Yeah, we're at T-Mobile Field in Seattle. Let's fucking sports ball. Right, the starting Mariners pitcher was Chris Flexen. Yeah, he's just snotting up the ball on his mitt and his sleeve there, getting a snot everywhere on his hat. I guess, goddammit, the very first batter is Lars Newtbar. And Flex and Flexes and, you know, Newt Bar, Now, Newtbar hits a 385-foot home run into the right center bleachers. Oh bam, let's watch that shit again. A great way to lead off a game. I'd like to see it again from six other angles. Right, can b- do. That was his second home run of the year, and yeah, he's like, "Fuck yeah, I'm the Beagle." The very next batter is last year's MVP, Paul Goldschmidt, and he hacks the hog down. Um, he knocks a line drive off the left field wall, and that triggered the tiger release. Now, he actually hit it just hard enough to where it to stick with a single instead of a double. Now yeah, sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't, Dave. Okay, no idea. But up third is Nolan Gorman, the second baseman, and he smacks that shit into like whatever field that is. Into right field, right into Illuminati corner there. Wow, that gets Goldschmidt all the way around to third. Let's see him broom handle the donkey tail again. There he goes. What the fuck are you talking about? Sports ball. Well, it's not looking good for the Cardinals. Look at these guys. <laughs> I've got Oh, yeah. Now, big opportunity for third baseman Nolan Ornardo. Oh, fuck, Dave, we were sitting right there. Now, flex him with a pitch, and Ornado strikes out. Oh, and the runner, Nolan Gorman, was caught stealing at second. That baseball player baseball the fuck out of that baseball, Dave. Now, that was catcher Cal Raleigh. But he was throwing. going a strike him out, throw him out, double play. Yeah, one of the Redbirds scored. Now, Paul Goldschmidt was able to score on the play. Boo, Redbirds, you're not from Washington. Right. Well, here's designated here, Wilson Contreras. Right. Well, why didn't he smack that one, Dave? Oh, well, well, he gets another chance. Swing and an O-ring. Now, Contreras strikes out, and I hope he thinks about what he's done. And at the end of the top of the first, it's 2-0 St. Louis. So, now we go to the booty of the first. Right, the starting pitcher for the game we saw was Jack Flaherty. Where's he from? Mother Ireland. No, Burbank, California. Why do you know that about people? I sit on the toilet and I fucking read stat lines. Weird Dave. No, whatever. Here's Julio Rodriguez, a young superstar. He strikes out. He's like, ah, oh, boo I just made twenty-two thousand dollars. It's more like thirty-one thousand if you're talking at bats. Holy fuck! The batter for Seattle is Ty France, and he gets hit. He got smacked right in his elbow armor. Man, no, that still can't feel good, shit. Yeah, that hit his arm and the catcher's face mask. And an old lady in the stands. No, next batter is Eugenio Suarez, and he pops it up to the infield. No, I don't think he hit that far enough. He definitely did not. Oh, well, I'll just go count my money in the bullpen. Right, but well, Goldschmidt with the catcher. Right. He sounds like he's got a lot of money to count. He's last year's MVP, he sure does. Right. Who's this guy missing the old curve biscuit? Uh, that, that's the catcher, Cal Rally. I like how he flips his bat. He's like, fuck it, I just made 20 grand. Right, that leads us to the top of the second. And that brings up St. Louis batter, Lars Ulrich from Metallica. Uh, it's Lars Newtbar. Also from Metallica. Right. not from Metallica. He pops it up to center field, and Julio Rodriguez is right there to make the easy catch. It's even easier because he gets to sleep on a pile of money. Right. To finish the play, Rodriguez throws to second and doubles up Jordan Walker. I guess he thought Julio Rodriguez wasn't going to catch that shit? I guess not. Julio's like, wrong bitch. I'll throw you out anytime. He makes the X signal and he's like, I'll put you on xvideos.com. Thanks, dude. Onto the booty hole of the second. Now, leading off is Teoscar Hernandez, a power hitter formerly from Toronto. He jacks one into left field. Oh, and Redbird makes a diving play like it's his egg falling out the nest. Right, that's left fielder Tyler O'Neill. And he saves a baby bird. Now, that's a line out for Teoscar Hernandez. Yeah, and then this pitcher guy's about to do a pitchy thing. And Mariner left fielder Jaron Kelnick hits it to left field and it is out. Touchdown. Now, Kelnick's among the league leaders in home runs and slugging percentage. Yeah, check out this angle of his butt. That fantastic swing, and he drives it all the way up and over the right center field wall. In case you guys can't see this, right now there are fireworks exploding all over the fucking place. And then he's given a helmet and the Mariner Trident for hitting a home run. Man, yeah, you don't want to know what they do with the Trident when you strike out. Um, now it's 2-1 Cardinals. Go Washington. Um, here we are, two outs. Bases loaded and they got loaded by Colton Wong, hitting a single, then a double by J.B. Crawford, and then they walk Julio Rodriguez. How do you follow this shit, Dave? Fuck. Well, that brings up one of their best hitters, Ty France. And Ty France from France, sports balls to sports ball. He is a ground ball base hit between the third baseman and the shortstop that scores two runs. That means the Mariners winning. That's 3 2 going to the top of the third inning. Oh, home team sports ball. Now, yeah, the Mariners are just sitting under 500 as far as wins this year. No idea what that means, but let's do some top of the third. Now, well, here we are. The Cardinals have two runners on, and they've got Tyler O'Neill at bat. He's a guy that saved the baby bird. Right, whatever the fuck that means. Well, part of me's cheering for the guy that saved the baby bird. Right. Just watching this guy molest a baseball. That's weird. God damn it, Angus. We're and the pitch, he does a pitcher. I mean, O'Neill hits it right up the middle past the second baseman. Yeah. When do we all get to yell Yahtzee? Now, well, Paul Goldsmith comes around to score, and it's tied 3 3. Yahtzee. Right, That was the right time, right? Sure, Angus. Now, swing behind. Behind you, man. There's two men with masks. Now, I'm glad for O'Neill to get that hit. He was in a bit of a slump. It's good karma saving baby birds. Just stop with that shit. Flash forward to the top of the fourth. Man, once again, Paul Goldschmidt is up. It looks like there's two cherries on the Triscuit. Dave. Right, okay, so there's two runners on. And then Richie Rich guy goes swingy dingy. Goldschmidt lines out to the shortstop. And then this little circus happens. Uh, Colton Wong, the Mariners' second baseman, doesn't handle the throw. And once again, this triggers the Tigers. Now, they miss out on a double play. Well, we're gonna watch this play 16 times, Dave. So tell me what the fuck's going on here? I would say there was a doubleheader today, and Colton Wong, you know, just missed a play. He plays a lot of baseball. Well, lucky for him, there's the Money. Right. Here's Nolan Gorman of St. Louis up with two outs. Oh, he's got the eye of the Beagle Dave. Oh, he fucking Beagle. Yeah, he smashed it 424 feet to deep right oh, center. Oh, touchdown and hit the Toyota sign. Does he win a Toyota? I don't think so. But he's Richie, rich guy. He should have to buy somebody a Toyota. That would be dumb. Whatever. How many touchdowns are we at now? Um, that was a three run home run. Oh, that's not good for the Mariners. No, Lars Newtbar of Metallica. The scored, as did Andrew Kisner. Right now, it's top of the fifth. Um, Wilson Contreras will lead it off for the Redbirds. Then he misses the ball and then he fucking smashes bat and it paces, man. Like, um, he's like, where'd that go? I don't care. Fuck baseball. At least there's money. Man, crazy thing is this wasn't a strikeout. Doesn't matter. He's like, oh, fuck this stick. And then he's like, oh, sure, I should I pick this stick up? Where is it? Oh, I don't know where it is. The out bat continues. Well, we know he can hit hard, he murdered the dirt. Well, Pen Murphy, the pitcher, gets a called strikeout on what I would say is a pretty low pitch. Poor bat. But this is not where the play ends. Oh, yeah, the guy's yelling from the dugout. Now, Wilson Contreras is yelling about the call. And he got ejectified. Well, he was ejected from the game, but he was right. It was a ball. Well, you saw what he did to that bat. Now, we weren't sitting too far from there. He definitely had a lot of curse words to say. And the umpire took being called a dumb cunt personally. Man, probably. Missed like, fuck, I hope he remembers he's rich as fuck Okay. Let me fast forward to the bottom of the sixth. You know, not all these guys are rich as fuck. Now, we're looking at Flaherty, the pitcher, and he's got to be thinking, Dave's wrong about that. I make a fuckload of money. A fuckload. Well, anyway, Did Flaherty you? had struck out already eight batters up to this point. Is that good? Well, he gave up five hits, three runs, and six innings. Sparks ball. And the Mariners batter is A.J. Pollock. Oh, well, he's trying to summon the eye of the Beagle. You can feel it. Right, well, he goes down on strike three there. Eye uh, of the Beagle denied. Now, he's not happy with the call, but I'd say that was a good call. And this guy's like, my teammate murdered that dirt. Right, and we go on to the top of the seven. Must do it. And the batter for St. Louis is Paul DeYoung. Well, I wonder how he feels about dirt, and bats. God damn it. Mark De Young has two hits already, and he's facing Mariners pitcher Diego Castillo. And here's the pre-sports ball to the sports ball, and then... And then Paul De Young puts the Cardinals up by 7-3 to three when he hits a 429-foot home run to deep center field. God, there's a lot of drunk people not paying attention right there. That's true, yeah. I was over there partying down earlier. Now They asked you to leave. I was too much of a party. Right, well, Paul De Young would go 3-4 with a home run and an RBI. And the Mariners fans, although drunk, were still not super happy about it. They do not like seeing their team lose. That can not be a good feeling for the Mariners pitcher seeing his face up there on the fucking big... Screen. Right, well, the batter Paul DeYoung has actually a pretty cool story. He's been working his way back up to the big leagues. That well, sounds good. Bottom of the ninth. A little spitball for the ninth. Well, the crotch. pitcher for St. Louis is Giovanni Gallegos. I love these guys know that they're on the big screen, but they still touch their crotch with no fear. Well, you're looking at the last batter of the night, J.B. Crawford, and he would go down on strikes. So we went to a Mariners game to watch them lose to the Cardinals 7 to 3. Now, at this point, they dropped to 10 and 2. And these guys in the outfield are like, we got so much money. Yeah, man, we got way more money than most people. Oh, and then the Mariners dug out there like, yeah, at least we got money. And this guy's like, do I hate dirt? Right, well, thank you oh. for indulging Scatcast no. Sports Sports ball I hope you guys had as much fun as I did I had a blast Right we only have to go to Four or five more of these stadiums right I guess there's 30 teams Oh fuck we're going to Washington D.C. next Yep Dude I pushed the button Scriptkeeper here. Just so you know, there's video to that baseball, you know, replay. Terrible. And we played that because we're gonna do those in the Patreon from now on. Yeah, nobody cares. Well, it's just a bonus video that we're gonna do each time that Dave and Angus visit one of the baseball things. Yeah, I'll and make sure to ignore the fuck out of that. Well, for baseball fans, it might be somewhat fun, and you know, if not, then you know, Angus is there to hold your hand and get you through it. That's some of the worst things I've ever heard. Well, again, I want to do these for free, but they'll be taken down. But I also want your money, so if you would like to help, you know, it does help. Every bit helps. So five bucks will get you access to these dumb things. Oh, there's a whole bunch of content, but now we're doing more video content, and these are the only place I can put them. No one likes you. Goddamn Steve. What? And now the conclusion of the Dave and Angus show.
1: Boo. God, you're really pissy today, dude. Blow me.
0: Alright, we're back home in Spokane. We're in the Spokane Valley. We're getting haggis at the thrifty Scotchman. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you say that every fucking time. Well I've got a hat on. I don't think they recognize me. Megus, you're wearing like a silly mustache. You fucking look like a guy in disguise. I think they're still sore at me from last time, but yeah. you know they know who you are. You're the haggis guy and now you're a haggis guy wearing a fake mustache. Whatever, bitch, we drove back from Seattle last night to Spokane. I had a great time watching baseball yeah, well, I know a lot of you hate sports ball, I'm with you. Whatever, you had a fun time. I had fun watching that cardinal yell at that fucking umpire. That was pretty tight, and oh. smash his bad. Right, but the last couple innings are kind of a blur to me. Right, well, we've got one last thing we want to talk about. Yeah, don't tell nobody, but we're going to start making little trading cards. As part of the SCATCAST card collection. But this specific part of the collection will be DNA cards. Yeah, but we're calling them DNA's people. And besides getting a card of Dave and myself. Right. Throughout each year, we're going to select a few people to become part of DNA's people. Right, I'm going to select people that I think have contributed to the world in massive ways. We're Right, and my first card's going to be Hulk Hogan. Right, right. right, so this first series is going to be limited edition, baby. Stop calling me baby. You know I'm the party. They're really not. Right, so look for those this summer. They're coming soon. No, we'll tell you more about them in the coming oh, weeks. That reminds me, I got to catch this guy. Hey man, can we get some haggis for this guy? He's missing haggis I in know, his plate. Damn, they fucking hate you here. Whatever man, I spend money, I get to do what now, I want. Do you know what the profit margin is on a cheeseburger? Scrooge McDuckish. They gotta sell a lot of fucking cheeseburgers to make money. Boo hoo, Dave. Are you guys out of haggis again? Right, well thank you guys for listening. do will take leftovers. He doesn't give a shit. Thank you to all of you on Patreon. Only the assender. What is that? A Jackalope. No, and to all of you who listen to this very underground podcast, we're underground as fuck. We eat haggis. Right, well, thank you to all the people you know who you are who help us. I think all the people know at this point. Welcome home to the Fisher family. Yeah, the United States is better now. Thank you guys for coming back. Yep, yeah, an episode one of David Angus watches in the Patreon. It's the only place we can get away with doing these kind of videos. No, mainly because of you. Eat shit, Dave. Whatever. Next week we're in D.C. for another David Angus, Angus show. show. Stinky animal no. intestines. No. stat. No. This guy. Damn it. It's Dave.
1: Right it's Dave. Dave
0: and Bing. Bong. I don't really like sports ball, Dave. I'm, I finally get to do something I want to do. Yeah, nobody likes what you like, Dave.